from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the pregame show as we get you set for all of your sports betting action, kicking off a pretty big weekend. We're still a week away from college football, but still a lot to get to this week with NFL preseason coming up shortly, full MLB slate, and a whole lot more. And to join me, I'm Ben Wilson, for the next hour. And then for two more hours on Betting Across America, we go out to the East Coast. And our man, Scott Seidenberg, joining us from the tri-state area with the with the greatest uh, digitized background in the business, Scott. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you that. Follow him at Scott's On Air as we get uh, ready for a, a big Saturday. Great to uh, be working with you today, Scott. I know, I know you're really excited for college football season to get underway. At this time next week, we'll be basically an hour away from the first college football game of the season but it's all right you, like we'll, we'll 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 tide things over here uh, for the, at least for today uh, what uh, action are you looking at here uh, on the card today well, let's just get this out of the way. This is the last Saturday without college football. So we've made it. Congratulations. Let's get through today, and then we celebrate next week with week zero of the college football season. But there's a lot of very interesting baseball games coming up today. And when you looked at Major League Baseball over the past couple of weeks, there's been some real advantage spots. And I know that people like to shy away from some of these high spreads, and, and I understand why. And you could find value on underdogs, certainly. But when you look at teams, that are clearly headed towards a playoff position versus teams that are clearly just looking to see what they have for the next season, there are advantages where you can find. Just fade the Baltimore Orioles, for example. They've lost 16 straight. But there are pitching advantages when it comes to first five-inning bets. Uh, So when you look at some of these favorites, you can be better off betting a first five-inning spread as opposed to the game line or even game spread, and that's where you can find advantages up and down this Major League Baseball slate today. Yeah, it is amazing just to, when you look at the standings, and just see the massive splits at this point. It seems more pronounced than we've seen uh, in years past, but also some really interesting divisional and wildcard races that are starting to get tighter. We're going to talk about that a little bit later this hour. Two early games on the slate, including where Scott is right now in uh, in New York. At least the Yankees are uh, in action, even 
even though uh, they'll they'll be hosting the Twins coming up in about an hour's time. The other thing too, Scott, I know you're a big college football guy. I know you were you were very excited for Week Zero next week. We still though we do have NFL preseason, and the way the NFL has done it, they have spread out games a little bit more, so you have the opportunity if you really want to, if you want to sit through three hours of uh, of bad football, you can do that. But that's why. We are, as sports bettors, uh, we are looking at this stuff because it comes in handy when you can actually watch these games with a, a slight other angle to it than just having to sit through uh, really bad quarterback play and, and, uh, and other things. And what we have coming up, it's an interesting one, Bills-Bears. And this is, look, if, as, for as many, Scott, uh, bad preseason matchups as there are out there and just the poor level of, of quality of football, Bears one of really two or three teams where you actually have a lot to watch for in the preseason with the quarterback competition, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Interesting to see... Uh, how the betters have at least first bet heavily on Chicago. They were bet as high as five-point favorites. They're down to minus four right now, pretty much uh, market-wide right now. This is a game that kicks off at the top of the hour against the Buffalo Bills. I'll just, we'll start with and kind of transition as well to just season-long expectations for the Bears. Scott, what do you make of, of uh, Justin Fields, and what do you expect uh, for him after what we saw last week and, and what was a pretty impressive week one performance? It was very impressive, but it was also against second and third string guys, some guys that won't even be on their respective teams coming in a couple of weeks. So we have to kind of slow down our role when it comes to the Justin Fields expectations based off of that preseason performance. Today's going to be interesting because Matt Nagy said that Andy Dalton's probably going to play at least the first quarter and a half, but he also said, quote, it can always change based on game scenarios. So we could see Justin Fields earlier than expected in this one. If you're looking to place a wager on this game, I would kind of wait to see if you can get a live bet in on, maybe uh, on the Bears, if they should go down in the first quarter. Because if Justin Fields plays the second half and plays as well as he did last week, the Bears will cruise against the backups here for the Bills. So that's something that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Also, the total. We cannot say this enough. Unders after two one, two games went under last night. Unders in the NFL preseason are now 17 and three. I repeat, 17 and three. So the total here, 38. I'd be looking towards an under once again. Last time I checked, uh, 85 percent rate of, uh, of success there. <laughs> You're betting blind. Under. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. And I will point out this has been bet down to 37 uh, market wide right now, as, as it was, uh, you mentioned uh, the, the earlier opener and we've seen a number of these games get bet down in general. You know, you bring up the in-game perspective, which as we will then transition a little bit later into betting across America and, and get to talk about these games as they're live. It is interesting, Scott, because it's, you know, from a pregame standpoint, I think there's sort of two uh, minds here when it comes to preseason, either you're all in or you're all out and you don't want it. You really don't want to do any, have any part of, of a thought, especially pregame with a preseason. And that's kind of the camp I fall into. I'd rather use my time handicapping actually, you know, full season looking ahead to the start of the regular season. But at the same time, like in-game can still apply no matter whether you have pregame conviction or whether you're just a, a casual fan just watching. And it's like the four, I mean, any, any line over a field goal to me, Scott, is, is always ridiculous in, in a preseason setting where you're essentially having second and third stringers playing against each other. But I think you make a really good point when you think about the way the game played out for the Bears, at least in week one, where Andy Dalton led two, three and outs to start the game. Comes out, Justin Fields, I think, started two of six in his first couple of drives and was not that impressive. Clearly, a lot of the, the rookie jitters in his, his, uh, his NFL debut ends up going 14 of 20, couple of touchdowns in that game, and, and they come back and, and, uh, and beat Miami. So I, I think that is more where I'd be looking at, especially on the live betting angles as well. And we're going to have more of those angles, of course, as, as we go throughout the rest of this preseason slate. But I'm glad you bring that up because there's no way I'd want to lay four with Chicago, especially when you're thinking about full game getting into the backups. We have also not, by the way, you mentioned Fields and, and kind of slowing the roll a little bit if, if you're a Bears fan. We haven't actually seen him work with the first team yet in, in training camp. It's been with the backups. Obviously, he's playing against backups, but his own guys have been backups as well. So when you factor that in, combined with the fact that the Bills are, are not going to be playing Josh Allen, we should factor in. It is a Mitch Trubisky revenge game, Scott. So, <laughs> so keep that in mind, too. He returns to the Windy City. I think it's, it's a great point you make, and it would not surprise me to see a another sluggish start out of the gates for the Chicago team. 
You know, what's interesting is that a lot of people knock preseason betting, but really there are sharp advantages that you can find. And if you pay attention and you read uh, press conference snippets or watch press conferences from the coaches, you'll get a feel for what's going to happen in these preseason games. People wanted to stay away from the, the Kansas City Chiefs last night. Oh, we're not going to bet them on the first half line. Well, if you listen to Andy Reid all week during practice leading up to this game, he told you that the starters were going to play the majority of the first half. And what happens? The Chiefs go into the half with a 10-point lead. They cover the first half line. Same thing going into today. Look at what Matt Nagy has been telling you all along. Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback. As much as the fans and people want to clamor for Justin Fields to get the nod, he has not worked with the ones. He will not work with the ones, at least not yet. So Andy Dalton will start this game, and then Justin Fields will play. So to risk the to lay the juice right now, to lay the points right now pregame doesn't make sense. Well, this is why I'm going to look at an in-game opportunity or a second-half opportunity because I'm going to take advantage of the better player in Justin Fields going up against the backups there for the Bills. I think you're, and I think you're well within your rights to do that. A lot of betters did as well, uh, and a number of lines have really gotten steamed up. As I mentioned, a little bit of buyback, at least in this case, on the Bills. Maybe the Mitch Trubisky uh, revenge factor at <laughs> uh, play coming out at uh, Soldier Field. Just a couple of injuries to, to run through uh, with that. Mention no Josh Allen, no Stephon Diggs either for the Bills. So going to be a pretty significantly compromised Bills offense as well. Some question marks. Not sure if we'll see Cole Komet questionable today uh, coming in. Tariq Cohen not going to play either for Chicago. So it's not like it's totally full strength versus a bunch of guys resting on the Chicago side, but you'd, you'd certainly think it's, it's got to, you point out the uh, the rightful favorite here with uh, Chicago. The one thing, though, that it just makes me think of, and as we also gear up for the start of the NFL season, about what 19 days away from week one with the Thursday night opener, you think about just the, the not the steam really, Scott, but more just the general excitement for the Chicago Bears team, and again, it's, you know, it's always funny, you see one good preseason performance against a bunch of backups, and everybody loses their mind. Our, our guy, uh, one of our technical directors here at the network, Jeremy Wengel, saw him walking around with his Fields one jersey the other day, and I could tell he, w- he was fired up. He's going to be day drinking today. He's off today uh, <laughs> watching this Bears, uh, this Bears team, but you think about what they have to do week one and go to an L.A. Rams team uh, on the road starting out. We still think, and, and so the odds heavily reflect this, Andy Dalton will be the week one starting quarterback, and Scott, market wide with a win total of around seven and a half, and with the, the juice shaded to the under, uh, where do, do you see any value still on, uh, on this Bears team and, and trying to figure out where exactly Fields is going to work his way in to this starting rotation. Certainly we don't think it'll be week one, but where do you see things uh, breaking as far as their schedule and when we actually do see Fields? Yeah, it's going to be a couple of weeks. Uh, it's definitely not going to be week one because, uh, you know, forget about the fact that they want to bring him along slowly. You don't want to put him out there in his first NFL contest against Aaron Donald in this Rams defense. Uh, it's just not a recipe for success. And whenever you're dealing with rookie quarterbacks, you don't want to go to them, then bench them, then have to go back to them. So it's always better to start the veteran and then bring the rookie in because then you're just handing the reins over and you're not taking a step backwards. So Andy Dalton will start that game against the Rams. I expect the Rams to win that football game. So the Bears are going to be sitting there at 0-1 and the fans are going to say, we want Justin Fields. Well, you have a winnable Mm -hmm. game against the Bengals at home in week two. Uh, That's not just saying, okay, we're going to put Justin Fields in that game. It's going to slow down the fans clamoring for Justin Fields because Andy Dalton can win that football game. They go to Cleveland. That's a little tough test. They probably lose that football game or at least they'll be underdogs in that football game, a winnable game at home against the Lions. Same thing. You can kind of calm people down. Then they face a rough stretch of their schedule. Now, we're looking past the Raider game, but they got Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers. After that stretch, Justin Fields will be the starting quarterback. They have a bye week before they take on the Ravens, and then they go throughout the remainder of their schedule. That is the perfect time for the Bears to not only have a losing record, but also make the transition to Justin Fields as the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season and see if they can turn it around. And don't you think, too, Scott, so much of this as well, you're having to handicap the head coach, and we we have evidence. We've seen Matt Nagy is uh, stubborn, is, I think, a, you know, a, a kind word to describe him and how he's going, especially from a quarterback perspective and managing things there. Like, it's hard 
hard for me to to see well it seems like the responsible thing to do on paper you throw Dalton to the Wolves week one and by the way I think mm-hmm. I think everybody and their brother their third cousin their grandma is going to have the Rams in a teaser uh, closing out week one which I you know I sometimes worry about but I still can't argue with it I'm probably going to have the Rams in a teaser too but it would make sense on paper you throw Dalton to the Wolves week one and then you let Fields take the reins in week two like I've, I've watched a lot of Matt Nagy over these past few years, Scott. I, I just don't see that actually realistically happening, him putting fields in there week two. And so kind of how we talked earlier, at least with this specific game today, Bears-Bills, you've got some great in-game potential opportunity. I don't think I'd be looking to place any sort of win total, any futures bets on Chicago preseason where you might get some, I don't know, I would think, Scott, you might get some value depending on, this is obviously all dependent on when Nagy makes that change, but if you're able to kind of wait this out, maybe get an inflated number on them, maybe to make the playoffs, and and you see fields actually committed. They commit to putting fields in the starting lineup. That might be uh, an angle, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Look, they start 0-1. They could be 1-2 after their first three games. And so if you see the total drop down and you expect Justin Fields to come in, you know you got a winnable game against the Lions and you're going to have winnable games coming up. And you, you play Lions twice, so those are two wins right there. And then you look at the rest of your schedule and there are some winnable games, you know, against the Giants at home you're going to be a favorite in. Um, other games you might be a favorite that might be tough to come by, but certainly – small enough spreads that you can foresee yourself probably winning those football games. Uh, I'd look to see if the number gets lower, which it might after a one and two start, and then you can look at towards the over. But, you know, even if this team starts out, let's say two and one, I could be looking at an under total if it inflates even higher just because of the difficulty of their schedule down the stretch. And again, for the game today, at least, with the Bears hosting the Bills, that again, that's the first game of the uh, the two relatively early games. We'll, we'll talk a little bit later about the NFC North rival of the Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, who host the New York Jets. Talk about a line move there. There's been uh, quite a bit of a move on that line. That'll be later, 425 Eastern. This Bears and Bills starts at the top of the hour, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. We'll be talking as well here in a few minutes with Chris Andrews, who runs things behind the counter at the South Point, where I, Ben Wilson, am uh, situated here in Las Vegas. We've got Scott Seidenberg out on the East Coast. One other quick update as well, Scott, because look, pregame show, we want to we want to cover everything. We'll talk some baseball, talk uh, obviously talking a lot of NFL today, but quick uh, golf update where we've got the uh, the Northern Trust going on right now. I, I was was seeing last night how John Rahm, not a fan of the FedEx uh, Cup playoff format. <laughs> Color me shocked, Scott, when, uh, when you get penalized for basically being the top guy. It's, you know, you, you get the, the slight uh, stroke play advantage, but that's really all that's baked in into the Tour Championship. So Rahm's not happy. He's a, a massive fan favorite, by the way, uh, right now to come out and win this uh, win this tournament. The leader's yet to tee off. Rom 12 under par. Tees off at uh, 150 on the East Coast, so in about an hour and a half. Corey Connors, though, you're, you're really uh, your low round today. 8 under through 15. He's moved into a tie for second with Tony Finau at uh, 11 under. Cam Smith, a big mover already. 5 under through 6 holes. He's got it to 10 under par. So, as we expected with the top 70, cut down from 125, Scott making the second tournament in the FedEx Cup, the three-week playoff. It is a lot of big names here at the, at the top of the leaderboard. Not sure if there's any angles to be had from an outright perspective because it is so jammed, but surely going to be some fireworks, you have to think, here over the next two days. Yeah, I wonder if Bryson DeChambeau can get back into things. Uh, I think he's six strokes back now to start his day. And what's interesting about him is that he actually birdied on Thursday like ha- half of the holes that he played, but he still shot over par. And then yesterday had a really good round uh, and and got himself to six under. If Bryson can avoid the blow-up holes, he might get himself into contention by tomorrow. That was an interesting card. I'd say that, that made us, you know. Yeah double-digit handicappers feel uh, feel kind of relate. Minus the birdies part. It was a lot of bogeys and doubles. DeChambeau just part his first hole. He is tied for 31st at uh, 6 under par. There might be a best bet uh, from us that, uh, that I might throw on a third-round matchup coming up a little bit later, Scott. When we return, though, just kicking things off on the pregame show, we'll hear from Chris Andrews behind the book here at the South Point. How are the lines moving and shaking on a Saturday here on the pregame show? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's the pregame show here on a Saturday morning in Las Vegas, just afternoon on the East Coast. Back with Scott Seidenberg from the Tri-State area. I'm Ben Wilson here on VSIN. Great to welcome in now Chris Andrews, the uh, the guy who runs things behind the counter here at the South Point Sportsbook. Nice of him as always to uh, we're, we're prying him away from behind the book here for a few minutes. I'll follow him at Andrew Sports. Chris, great to uh, great to have you on. Uh, I'll start with kind of a, with a, a weird one for you. Uh, just following this this crazy Orioles losing streak, I couldn't help the first thing I, I've, I've been thinking about Chris was uh, the, the the chapter in your book we have that on the screen there then one day where you I know you you talked about the story back in I think it was what the early 80s when the twins lost like 12 or 13 straight games yeah. and some uh some oil guys from Texas were, were in in the book and betting uh, what four or five figures every day on Minnesota and they kept losing oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I doubt uh, you could obviously uh, regale us with more of that story I doubt uh, the same thing has been happening though with with guys laying four and five figure amounts on the Orioles over the 16 game stretch now that uh, <laughs> that has not seen them kind of cover a single run line that's what we're gonna start with uh, with you today well if anybody wants to bet four or five figures on the Orioles I know where they could go um, <laughs> but we haven't seen any of those guys uh, we haven't seen any of those guys in a while the bad part is they're not just losing they're losing on the run line every night too you know so uh yeah they they have hardly even been competitive for the last uh what 16 games in a row now so i mean they, it's bad but you know i mean i i can understand handicappers they put it in you know like it's a free bet and i will say this there, there's no free bets in this racket you know uh don't win one day i'm not sure when it is but one of these days they're gonna win Chris, what's the biggest baseball future liability right now? Uh, for me, I put in a ticket on the Yankees to win the American League East uh, back uh, early August when it was plus 800, and the odds have shifted dramatically. Now it's about plus 350 with this incredible win streak that they've been on. Uh, what's the biggest baseball future liability that you guys have right now? Well, unfortunately, it's a team that I think has a hell of a chance, and that's the Giants. And uh, I was at dinner August about two weeks ago, Vic Salerno had a big party, and it was that you know every bookmaker in town was there, and we were all talking about the cemeteries are going to be littered with Las Vegas bookmakers if uh, the Giants wind up winning this thing, and I think they have a hell of a chance, but that's by far our biggest liability. 
They're what, uh, Chris? They're either they, they're either right at their win total. Or they're they're about to go uh, over. Where did you guys end up uh, end up closing that? Because I know they're they're probably going to be the first ones right to cash that season long win total. Well, I haven't looked in a while because I mean it was pretty obvious probably by by early June that they were going to soar over that. But I looked, we opened them at a hundred to one to win the division. Mm. And, uh, of course, we lose some money there. But, I mean, everybody was talking about the Dodgers and the Padres as being, you know, a neck-and-neck race uh, for for the division, certainly, and maybe even for the National League pennant. Uh, Padres have not played that well lately. I mean, they're out of you – know, they have a good chance of dropping out of the wild card uh, position. But uh, the Giants from early on, I mean, they started playing some great ball, and they just have never quit. And uh, I, that's going to be a tough team to beat come uh, – come championship in the World Series. Chris, in terms of baseball awards, you know, the American League MVP is pretty much wrapped up with Shohei Otani, but the National League seems to be flipping every single day. How difficult has it been for you to adjust the odds, essentially on a daily basis, when it comes to this National League Most Valuable Player Award? Well, we, we had closed it up, and uh, we talked about reopening it, but, uh, you know, I haven't done that. So I, I think, unfortunately, you're probably asking the wrong guy about that one, but I do think uh, Otani has it wrapped up in the American League. I don't see anybody uh, jumping up and beating him. Yeah, Chris Andrews uh, joining us, South Point Sportsbook Director, right now here on the pregame show. Just the one game, Chris, in the NFL slate coming up here at the top of the hour. I know that so much has been made about the soaring handle we've seen on the NFL preseason. Has that continued into week two after what we saw in week one? Oh, yeah. The handle's been fantastic. Uh, you know, we haven't won much, but the handle's been <laughs> fantastic, uh, including on the first game. But, guys, while we're talking about the NFL, i got to interrupt you here one second. We saw a lot of movement this morning against the Dallas Cowboys uh, for their first season game against the Bucks, uh, season win totals. I've got some play on you know other teams that win the division. I think right now the word on Dak Prescott is not very positive, and I think there's a lot of you know a lot of speculation. Guys are kind of betting on the come a little bit, but uh, right now I don't think uh, things are looking all that great for Dak Prescott, and hence not all that great for Dallas uh, either. Not so much today's games or anything, but uh, in the upcoming uh, you know the season's only a couple weeks away. It is now. To your point, Chris, nine and a half. The Bucks are laying at the South Point, forty-nine and a half. The total for Week yeah. One in the NFL. And to your point, that was a seven, seven and a half just a couple days ago. So, Chris Andrews, as always, thanks yeah. for taking a couple minutes out of your busy day to join us, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. All right, sounds great, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. On the other side, big news in the uh, college football world. We're going to get into our MLB previews, but uh, Scott, some news coming out of Columbus, Ohio, that might have some impact on this college football season. We'll hit that next here on the pregame show. The VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and it picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is the pregame show as we are exactly Seven days plus, uh, what, about 25 minutes, uh, Scott Seidenberg, from the kickoff of the season, week zero, Nebraska, Illinois, from Champaign, kicking us off at this time next week. And uh, speaking of the Big Ten, Scott, some news coming out of Columbus just now as Ryan Day naming his week one starter as it will be C.J. Stroud under center against Minnesota for the Buckeyes, currently the third uh, betting favorite right now, at least on the futures board at most shops. DraftKings has him at uh, plus 550. You're a lot more dialed into this stuff with the specific quarterbacks uh, than I am, Scott, so what's the impact here of, of Stroud being named the guy for week one? Uh, no surprise. I mean, he was the guy that was expected to be named the starter all along. He has a dynamic skill set uh, and really the guy who's, you know, spent the year in this system uh, behind Justin Fields and and is ready to take over Ryan Day's offense. The guy had one rushing attempt last year and it was a 48-yard touchdown. So he's certainly, he's certainly explosive. But the real uh, thing that's going to lead to his success this year is just the receiving core for Ohio State. One of the deepest, if not the deepest wide receiver core in the country. Uh, 
Um, they're going to be up there with the likes of Oklahoma and, and other offenses in terms of production, points per game, yards per game, things like that. So uh, Stroud is certainly capable of leading this team to a Big Ten title and a college football playoff uh, bid. And look at plus, I think, 1,400. I looked this morning on DraftKings for, to win the Heisman. Certainly worth a sprinkle because he'll he'll absolutely put up numbers this year. Yeah, not not bad. Looking at uh, the Spencer Rattler, the current favorite at six to one. You have DJ Ugalele at uh, seven and a half to one. So they're going to be some options. Stroud uh, right now tied for your fifth betting favorite with Sam Howell at uh, fourteen to one mm-hmm. right now. We'll talk some more college football a little bit later once we get into our betting across America show. I will just say uh, though, Scott, quickly for for weeks you, I pre- I appreciate that we're not stuck with like Central Arkansas Southern Miss to kick off the season when we're we're just so stark. Hey, I know. Well, it's not like Nebraska. I I, I realize we're going to get five minutes into the game and it's going to be like, oh, Brett Bielema, Illinois era starting. Okay. Uh, But we'll we'll talk about that (laughs) a little bit later. At least we have a legitimate power five matchup there uh, in week zero to kick things off Nebraska and uh, Illinois. Uh, Here on the pregame show, though, still tracking some of the line moves as we get ready for the top of the one o'clock hour. We already mentioned Bills and Bears, where we will see Mitch Trubisky. He is the starting quarterback in Buffalo today as the Bills travel to Soldier Field. Currently, Chicago laying four, total of 37. But, Scott, as you were just mentioning a little bit earlier, you're in a really nice position when it comes to the New York Yankees, and that is the team that kicks off the slate today as they're in the Bronx hosting the Minnesota Twins. Interesting to just to see some of the movement here, and you've touched on it, how a lot of these favorites, especially the teams that are in postseason contention, playing teams that are out of it, continue to just see Massive amounts of steam, and I'm now seeing Garrett Cole and the Yankees bet up here, at least behind me at the South Point, minus 250, which is the current uh, high watermark. DraftKings has that as well, high watermark on the, on the East Coast, coming back against Kenta Maeda, plus 210 on the Twins, and eight uh, is your total here, with Cole getting worked back into the rotation now, coming off of uh, his time on the IL. What have you made of him and getting himself uh, reasserted? Obviously, no longer the favorite to win the AL Cy Young, as that is now Lance Lynn, heavily of the White Sox. But what do you make of Cole in a, in a spot like this? Well, I think Cole is certainly pitching for the Cy Young. Uh, absolutely worth a sprinkle here because he's going to be pitching in games down the stretch that are important for the Yankees' playoff positioning, much like he is today. Uh, looked good in his first start coming off that COVID list, and now he's back here, and, and I expect another solid performance against a team that the Yankees just always seem to crush. What's been important about the Yankees during this run, they're 30-11 and 11 in their last 41 games with a 3.14 ERA, the first time that's happened since since the uh, 1998 season with that combination of 30-plus wins and the ERA hovering right around three. Since August 7th, though, this is another interesting aspect to look at when it comes to the Yankee offense and when it comes to a first five bet, which is where I like the Yankees here today, the first five run line as opposed to the full game run line or even the full game money line or even the first five uh, money line. The Yankees have scored a run in the first inning five times. Since August 7th, uh, prior in the last month prior, it's only happened twice. So over this uh, stretch here, the last week or so, week and a half, two weeks, Yankees have scored a run in the first inning, five of their games. They're jumping out to early leads. They have won their last 13 games when scoring first in a ball game. I expect the Yankees to score first today against the Twins, go on to another win, but most importantly, have a lead after five innings. And not only that, too, Scott, I know that they have Earldis Chapman back, but this bullpen still, I mean, outside of uh, my guy Johnny Lasagna, who I'm a huge fan of, Jonathan Loisaga, it's not like you really have anybody you can can trust. We obviously know what happened. Zach Britton basically telling Aaron Boone, don't put me in those positions. So Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. as much as bullpens have screwed in, in a lot of ways full game betters this year, not only on the good team, like the Yankees, but the bad teams as well. I've certainly more often in cases like that. I think you make a good point uh, on the first five. I'll throw this out out there at you, though. I mean, you think about what Cole would have to do still to win the the Cy Young, and it really is at this point a two-man race. Cole at plus 230. Lance Lynn is is your your pretty overwhelming favorite. We're just looking this uh, up the updated numbers at DraftKings. He's now minus 185 after Carlos Rodon had fallen off with uh, with his injury, now 7-1. to At the same time, though, Scott, you have the Yankees still at plus 275 to win the division. Rays or minus 200. What did you think if, I mean, you, you kind of alluded to it, uh, Cole's going to really have to pitch his tail off here over the, the past, uh, over the, you know, the final month plus here to really have a shot at it. Wouldn't you rather just take a sprinkle at a, at a better number there at the Yankees to actually win the, uh, win the AL East since a, you're, you're essentially taking the handicap of Lance Lynn out of it and B it's kind of a, a correlated play. Essentially, if you believe in Cole and you, you also believe in uh, this Yankee surge continuing. 
Yeah, absolutely. What what I hold caution though because the Yankees play the Rays the final three games of the regular season, and they're going to be in a situation, hopefully, where they're in contention for the division. But Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman are going to have to make a decision. Do you sell out and try and take two of three or sweep the Rays and win the division, knowing how important it is to avoid that wild card game, which it might mean throwing Garrett Cole on three days rest. It might mean tapping into the bullpen and getting extended innings from the guys that you trust the most. Or... Do you concede the division and set yourself up to have the best opportunity to win that wild card game, which would mean Garrett Cole on regular rest at Yankee Stadium in that one game do or die. That's going to be the decision that's going to have to fall upon Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone when they get to that final series, depending on how many games behind or maybe ahead they are of the right. Tampa Bay race. Hey, look, I, I'm envious of your position. Eight to one on the Yankees to win the AL East. That's pretty solid. I will say, though, not to like burst your bubble here, but to miss the playoffs at plus 380, that number's too high. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I could eat, look, they only, a one game lead in the wild card. I could still see things going wrong for the Yankees, given all the volatility uh, down the stretch. When we return, final segment of the pregame show, we'll give out our best bets as we look ahead to the start of all the action on your Sports Betting Saturday right here on VSIN. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Now 
Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and College Guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back final segment of the pregame show with a number of games getting started at the top of our one o'clock eastern hour back with scott seidenberg follow him at scott's on air i'm ben wilson here from the south point studios in las vegas time for best bets we just talked uh, scott about the yankees and their game coming up they were steamed all the way from minus 210 up to minus 250 i'm seeing is really the consensus here with garrett cole going for the yankees against kenta maeda and the twins i think that's where you're going to start us off right uh, with best bets but you're, you're not going full game and I don't blame you because that's a, that's a pretty, no. pretty big price to, to lay for a single uh, game. Where, yeah. where, what angle are you looking at uh, with the, with how to play this Twins-Yankees game? A couple of ways. Uh, first five run line for the Yankees, laying a half a run, which means they have to have a lead after five innings, is minus 160. And uh, I also like the Yankees to score first in the game. That's minus 145. As I mentioned, the Yankees have scored a run in the first inning five times since August 7th, their best stretch of baseball this season in terms of scoring runs in the first inning. Uh, but they've won 13 straight when scoring first. So uh, this offense certainly clicking with the way that Anthony Rizzo has fit back in, the way that Luke Voigt is playing, certainly fighting for his playoff positioning. So I do like the Yankees to score first. I like the Yankees to have a lead after five innings backing Garrett Cole here. And by the way, the other MLB game about to start as well. This will be 110 Eastern. You've got uh, Dallas Keuchel uh, on the bump for the White Sox in Tampa. And that's uh, actually a lot of, a lot of steam coming to uh, Luis Patino and the Rays here steamed up from about a pick em overnight uh, to minus uh, about $1.40 really market-wide at minus 139 behind us at South Point on the Rays plus 129 on Keiko, who has really struggled all season for the White Sox, total of nine. Uh, that is the other game we'll be following as we turn uh, the turn the hour into betting across America coming up uh, next. I'll, I'll just say quickly, Scott, uh, does, does Dallas Keiko even make the postseason roster at this point uh, for the White Sox? I realize that's a crazy statement to make, it, like, you know, it, uh, on if we were talking about this in April, but like, what has he shown you to even to even be a part of this White Sox team in October? Uh, he's been struggling big time. Uh, you know, he's certainly not the top three in that rotation, and he might not make the postseason rotation. Maybe, you know, an arm coming out of the bullpen for them because you can't really trust them. Uh, in fact, in this game, I actually like the over. I like the first five over because both pitches, Patino and Keiko, have both allowed. Two runs in six of their last seven starts. They both allowed homers, especially Keiko loves to allow home runs. Uh, the Sox are third in F5 scoring. The Rays are 12th. They combined to average almost six runs per first five innings. Uh, I think we see a lot of runs scored in this game. Would not, uh, yeah, certainly would not uh, surprise me to, to see that you see the total of nine evenly juiced right now. You've got about uh, 15 minutes or so still to get in on betting that game if you want it. Of course, here we are, Vicent Scott, the Sports Betting Network. We got we to gotta cover everything. It's not just football and baseball. Uh, for my best bet, going to the tennis hard courts of Cincinnati, Western and Southern Open. Really the last big tune-up coming into the U.S. Open, which, believe it or not, like with all the, how crazy this whole sports calendar has been, yeah, that also starts uh, coming up, I think, a week from Monday. So get ready for that. And today, coming up in about uh, 10 minutes, first semifinal there, you have Daniil Medvedev and Andrei Rublev, the two Russians who are our very good buddies off the court, fellow countrymen. Uh, and here they are. I, I'll say this, Scott. This is a line that is way too high on, on Medvedev, and I get it. He he has owned Rublev 4-0 in the head-to-head -head series. He's won all 10 sets they've, they've played in. Beat him 2-3 and three in this same event in the quarters back in 2019. But uh, having said that, look, you've got Rublev, a guy who's been in pretty good form, struggled in some of the big events at the majors this year. But this as an ATP 1000, not quite on that level. And you, you know he wants nothing more than to at least make this match tight and make Daniil Medvedev sweat a little bit. So it, like we're, we're seeing it right now. It's, it's been all the way bet up. I'm seeing it as high as minus 450 at BetMGM in the market on Daniil Medvedev. That's a line that's just too high for two guys that are pretty close as far as their underlying numbers. As far as, you know, when I look at, uh, you know, elite guys in, in betting tennis, you want to usually see around 110% combined serve and return points. One, Medvedev's right at that 110. Rublev's at 109, which is among the, t and that's on hard courts in 2020. 
2021. So he's among the top 10 guys as far as hardcourt betting. I'm not going to, look, I get it. It's a terrible matchup for him. I'm not going to throw my money uh, on, on Rublev to win this thing outright. But right now at DraftKings, and I wish I, I wish I was where you are, Scott. I wish we could just trade places for the next, like, three minutes. You can, you can bet this match to go over two and a half sets at plus 200. This is not best of five, by the way. It's just best of three. Uh, so it's, you know, you're, you're not just sneaking one past the books here. It does have to go uh, the full three sets in, in this match. But I think that's some pretty good value, especially an event like this where guys obviously want to be in good form, but they're also not selling out because still you have the U.S. Open you want to be fresh for and prepared for. So that's going to be my play. What do you think of that, Scott? little Medvedev Rublev starting your day I'm off gonna- over two and a half sets. I'll blindly tail. I'll just do it. Just, just, just why not? You sound very good. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're solid in your conviction. So I'm just going to back you. Boom. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear, Scott. That's all I had. That's all I wanted out of you. Just blindly tail. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, We also have another, a number of other stuff as well. I was also, I was hoping to give out a a live recommendation on a soccer play here, but unfortunately, as, as sometimes is the case and a good lesson for betters, sometimes if, if you want a game to go a certain way in game to get a better number, well, there's a reason the game is played. Sometimes it doesn't break in your favor. And uh, I'm watching this Brighton and Hove Albion match, Scott, against Watford right now. I was hoping to get Brighton at uh, maybe a plus price in-game, but uh, that is not going to happen because they just scored in the 10th minute. So 1-0 lead on Watford. Again, I promise, we touch like every sport, so that's going to be your 15 seconds uh, on, on soccer. Yeah, Brighton, you won, uh, Brighton won Watford nil uh, right now in the in the 20th minute. We also have a uh, UFC fight night event coming up tonight. Uh, I'm not, uh, not going to be playing this, Scott, but it is interesting to just see how we've seen uh, Jared Cannonier, the the heavy favorite when this opened at minus 200 against Kelvin Gastelum. It's been bet down all the way. I'm seeing his low uh, at Circa across town, Scott, here in Nevada. Minus 130 on uh, on Cannonier, plus 110 on Gastelum. Pretty even even uh, juice set both ways at the four and a half uh, total. So betters, uh, as we see all the time, especially in these fight nights and in general with the UFC, people uh, people like to gravitate to the dogs. However, I'm not sure if I, uh, I I've really followed that move. I don't know if you have any uh, thoughts on this main event tonight. That'll be that'll be uh, right around midnight Eastern time tonight from the Apex here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think I'm going to take uh, the fight to go to the, go the distance. Um, Gastelum has proven that he can take shots and not go down. So uh, I'm going to bank on that to happen again. I know Kananir has got kind of uh, a nice little knockout streak going or most of his wins are, are, are finishes. Uh, but I'm going to go with the fight to go the distance, hoping that Gastelum can take the shots and keep on pushing forward. All right, and it's basically even, evenly juiced. There, there are a couple spots I see, Scott, where you can maybe get a slight plus price or maybe minus 105 on, on that fight to go over the four and a half rounds going uh, the full distance. So that'll be coming up later, UFC fight night. Also, we, we mentioned golf. We touched on it briefly. You'll, you'll love this one, Scott. I do have a round three matchup that I, you can play here in Las Vegas, which is nice. And this is uh, actually the tee time coming up at 1 o'clock Eastern. So there are still seven groups yet to tee off. Mentioned earlier how uh, the big early mover, Corey Connors, eight under on his round to get within one of the lead. And that is John Rahm, who is sub two to one coming into round three to win this thing, as even though just having a one-shot lead. Let me give you this one. Robert Streb at minus 105 over Tom Hoagie, who is the minus 115 round three favorite. What's interesting, too, though, you know, about betting these, uh, these FedEx Cup playoff events is you've not only, you're not only handicapping the tournament itself, but also the entire playoffs. And you've got a Northern Trust event where the top 70 guys make the cut. And so a guy in Tom Hoagie who led the field in strokes gain putting yesterday en route to a 64, he's nine under right now, tied for eighth. He has moved from 108th in the FedEx Cup standings to 68th. So he plays an incredible round yesterday. He's now right on the bubble and he's seeing all around him incredibly low scores being fired left and right as we just touched on and and not going to be surprised to see a whole lot of 63s out there today, Scott. So look, against a guy where you can get uh, on the other side, I'm giving out Robert Streb, who's been solid so far. He's seven under coming in. He's also on the cut line from 76th down to 69, but more consistent, not as much volatility. So uh, that's a that's a play I'm going to I'm going to look at here. Going to be very interesting to see how these guys on the cut line not just for this tournament because there is no cut but for the overall FedEx Cup playoffs uh, Scott look today yeah, that's a very interesting way to handicap this because you're looking at these golfers understanding will they be playing next week? Uh, will they be playing moving forward and having a chance to climb up this board? So uh, taking these guys that are right around that cut line f- to make the next uh, event, that's a really interesting way to handicap it. So you're going with Streb in this matchup, correct? Streb, over, yes, Streb, uh, minus 105 okay. at BetMGM over Tom Hoagie uh, in, in that matchup. And, and it's, I know sometimes it can be a lazy handicap just to say, oh, well, a guy putted out of his mind yesterday, let me fade him today. But I think when you 
combine some of the other factors that are at play. Uh, I kind of like that. Did, did we cover everything? All right, golf, UFC, tennis, soccer. <laughs> I think I think we got to we got to it all. Uh, Scott, anything else you're, you're looking at here before we uh, we switch things over to betting across America? Yeah, a couple of baseball things really jump out. Um, you know, some of these games do start a little later on this afternoon, so we'll get into plenty of those uh, moving forward. But um, really, gonna I'm going to attack the Brewers here in the first five innings. Uh, Eric Lauer has been one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball in the past uh, month or so. He's allowed one run or less in six of his last seven starts. The one game he didn't allow one run or fewer, he only allowed two runs. So if you're looking for maybe a parlay piece, for that Yankees first five because it might be a little too high juice for you. I like Yankees first five, Brewers first five. Those two heavy favorites you can parlay. Hey, not bad. I, I like it as a you know, Milwaukee guy myself. We just saw Stephen Colbert apologizing. Thank you, Stephen. Apologize to the great uh, people of Wisconsin for your slander as uh, as the Brewers. They did <laughs> Brewers lost uh, last. I don't even know. It wasn't really slander. It was just, you, telling the truth, but. Regardless, great to see Stephen Colbert at uh, American Family Field last night. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see if the Brewers bounce back after losing last night to Washington. Game two of that series. We will certainly be previewing the rest as well of the NFL preseason week two slate. Also in Wisconsin, there's a, a game between the Jets and the Packers that starts a little bit later this afternoon, along with a full MLB card as well. The final line move still seeing Bears minus four, Bills 37. Uh, I should say the total 37, Bears, Bills. That kicks off in about five minutes. Really looking forward to. On the other side, Scott, we'll get to watch this in-game, see if we can uh, get a bet down if the, maybe the Bears get off to a, uh, a slow start. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a lot more coming your way here on VEASAN Betting Across America. Stick with us. Scott Seidenberg, myself, Ben Wilson, our producer Jason Kahn and the whole team continuing right along here on a Saturday. It's Betting Across America coming up next here on VEASAN. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.